0: Have you ever thought about just giving money away?
1: I do. All the time.
0: (laughs) And we're going to talk about it.
1: Right now. Welcome to A Word from Our Outpost.
0: With Joseph and Crystal Gruber.
1: A podcast for Catholic disciples who are wrestling to be missionary-minded in their normal, everyday lives. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Direct, O Lord, our actions by thy holy inspiration, that every word and work of ours may begin in thee, and by thee be happily ended. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Giving priorities. Yeah. I googled that in quotes, and do you know what the first page of results was? Tell me. A bunch of universities talking about why you should give them money.
0: I don't think that's what we want to talk about
1: tonight. No, but I don't know why we called it giving priorities either. (laughs) Because apparently it means something different.
0: To the rest of the world than it does to us. To Google. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to talk about what giving priorities means to us.
1: And what it could mean for missionary disciples, which is our intended audience. If that's not who you are, feel free to keep listening. As always, my wife has a great voice and I don't talk all the time.
0: I like listening to your voice. Well, anyways, I'll start with a little bit about, um, I didn't have very much financial literacy before I met Jesus. And so then when I met Jesus, um, I learned about money after that. And so what I learned about money, I learned about in light of being a Christian and for, I think this is a, just a total grace I'm not sure how this happened, but for some reason, I just always saw all the money that I have was as gift. I'm realizing now that's because it had been my whole life. But oh, okay,
1: that might be why. And, and
0: anyways, there's probably more to that that I should dig into. However, I realized and this is why we podcast all money is gift. And so for me, when I heard this idea of tithing and giving some money away to me, I thought, wow, God lets me keep so much of it. He only asks back for that. And, and so I just thought, well, of course I would want to give some of it back. That's very generous of the Lord to allow me to keep so much for my own needs. Um, and, and I think that, I don't know where I was going with
1: that. I don't know either. Help me out. (laughs) So you saw money as gift. Mm -hmm. And you saw when God said for us to be generous with what we've been given, um, you saw it not as, um, you know, he's asking for so much, but that we get to keep so much Mm -hmm. of what he had granted us to have, that he gave us stewardship of.
0: Yes. And I, I think... As I am exploring discipleship and what it means to be a disciple and, and the role that generosity has in discipleship. And, and I mean, the role of generosity in discipleship goes way beyond finances. However, um, thinking about as a disciple, it, it also includes finances. And I get to understand the impact of money in my relationship with the Lord, but also in the impact of my money and in the impact that it can have on other people and vice versa.
1: So I just realized this is a podcast, a Catholic podcast, Mm -hmm. and we've used the M word a number of times, money. Mm. It might be good to unpack what money is in a Catholic context Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of Christians, a lot of Catholics get this a little bit funny uh, scripture says that the love of money is the root of all evil. It doesn't say that money is the root of all evil. Um, in fact, money actually exists for the salvation of souls. I'm going to say this again because it's a little bit radical. Money exists for the salvation of souls.
0: So for the salvation of souls. That That is mm, why money exists. Money exists.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's there so that you and I might become holy. Um, and you can look to all sorts of different kinds of sources for this. Um, Jesus talks about money more than most any other topic. Um, the books of wisdom uh, and Sirach and Proverbs, they, they all touch on money at different... Well, does the book of wisdom as much? Proverbs and Sirach, for sure. Anyway, uh, but my go-to for this is usually St. Ignatius of Loyola's first principle and foundation of his spiritual exercises. Um So this is like the opening statement if you're doing the spiritual exercises. Um, And I'll read it. The quote is in front of me this week. It's usually hanging from a bathroom mirror. And it is, Man is created to praise, reverence, and serve God our Lord, and by this means to save his soul. And the other things on the face of the earth are created for man, and that they may help him in prosecuting the end for which he is created. From this it follows that man is to use them as much as they help him on to his end and ought to rid himself of them so far as they hinder him as to it. So uh, there's more to this, but um, I'll stop there because the main point here is we are here uh, for our salvation and the other things on the face of the earth are here that we might actually um, achieve that end of uh, our salvation. And money is one of those things. In the created order, um, it's a lot of things. I've been thinking about money a lot, um, and we talked a few episodes ago about institutions, about how there's a scope to them, like they have a, a certain reason for existing according to their, to their own internal logic, and that we can talk about economic forces, we can talk about you know giving IOUs, we can talk about all sorts of different things, but to understand that the telos, the end. Uh, the, the ultimate purpose of money, as well as everything else, is salvation, is really important. Money is not dirty. It can be used in dirty ways. Uh, money is not necessarily going to corrupt, although people who are corrupt become more corrupt with it. Um, but we, we realize that its ultimate purpose is our holiness, and we use it in that way, and we give it away insofar as it's not helping us to that end. Um, then we're going to find that it is actually um, just like everything else on the face of the earth, a very powerful instrument for our salvation.
0: Mm -hmm. And I I like that um, it follows that man is to use them as much as they help him onto his end and on to rid himself of them so far as they hinder him as to it. So that, um, you know, I think the Lord calls all of us to give a, cert, a a minimum amount, but being able to use that as sort of a litmus test of do I need to, to I need to give more um, to because having so much hinders me or even having a little hinders me or am I okay giving you know the basis that the Lord asks for most people to start at? Um, because what I have remaining is helping me to pursue my salvation and the salvation of others.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Just as an example with that, one of the things that comes to mind is I think I like to have a bit bigger grocery line item on the budget than we otherwise maybe would, because we like to have people over for dinner a lot. And so being able to say, instead of, yeah, being able to say we're going to, we are going to have this money that we're going to spend on food so that we can be hospitable.
1: Well, another point that you've, this is getting a little bit off topic, people, but bear with us. Um, another reason that the grocery bill is a little bit larger is that we try to uh, buy things that are uh, actually as good for the environment as we know about. And um, like, apparently there's a big difference between, inor- well, not inorganic, but non-organic versus organic bananas
0: in terms of the social justice piece of the puzzle. right yeah which is interesting to me because, because in the terms of like
1: pesticides the- and things apparently for the banana growers and pickers and such um they're a lot more troublesome for their health mm-hmm. so
0: whereas like for our health if you're eating an organic banana versus a not organic banana it's actually difference. like not that big of a deal and so it's like for open Anyways. to correction
1: on this one we're not experts in bananas
0: But being thoughtful about if things, all things, whether that be the food we eat, the money we have, the clothes we wear, what have you, are for the salvation of souls to be thoughtful about what am I consuming, what am I spending my money on, and is is, is that having a negative impact on the salvation of somebody else's
1: soul? Or is it a negative impact on me because I'm buying into a process that is unnecessarily... Um, taking advantage of people down the line. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so all that to say, whatever summation remark you were about to say, you also gasped.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think being able to have these conversations are important, but also realizing that we can lose our sanity and we can lose our peace over worrying about all these little details. And so, I mean, following peace, I think, is more important and, and not sort of... You know, going down too many of these kinds of rabbit holes. Um,
1: so, moving on then. Yes. Great. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about the sort of why be- one of the whys behind giving in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because we we really would like for our listeners to be built up as missionary outposts. Uh, that we who are trying to live out an outpost here that we offer whatever good we have to you guys. Um, And hopefully it's of some benefit. So the reason why we're advocating generosity is that you being an outpost, uh, a a little haven of heaven on this side, um, is a good, but it's not the only good out there. And I think there's a tendency, uh, especially if you happen to be all by yourself or uh, in a very small community, to think like, We have to hunker down, um, and we have to take care of ourselves. And there's an element of humility in being generous to other causes and to other uh, movements and to other missions to say, I think that what I'm doing is what God is calling me to do. But I also think that those people are doing what God is calling them to do. And I can't lay claim to being the most important thing. I'm doing the most important thing right now, that I can do. um, But they too are doing something important and I need to be called outside of myself. And um, in that spirit of humility and in that spirit of um, meekness of allowing space for the other, um, which is what the virtue of meekness really is allowing space for the other to be. um, One of the ways we establish that kind of meekness is through generosity. So that's, we could talk a little bit more about piety I'm not going to do that because we want to keep these podcasts a little bit shorter and I don't know, we'll move on.
0: Okay. But it, I think that that um, is a nice transition point of like, what, what are other people doing? What are other things that are going on that I'm excited about or that break my heart um, that allow for me to um, support those things, even though I'm not able to give it, do those things actively with my own life. Um, And this is something when we got married that we had a lot of conversations about because you had things you were giving to, I had things I had been giving to. Our household income was going to be different with us together than it had been We were getting a new
1: bank account, so we were going to have to restart giving to different things. Mm -hmm. And so we had to look at what what your priorities were and what my priorities were and what our combined uh, familial income would go toward hmm and I, I think this is where we came up with the, this idea of how to do it to come up with giving priorities in a way that made sense to us mm-hmm. when we've talked about it with other people it seems to make sense to them mm-hmm. um, I've had the privilege of teaching uh, several summers of fundraising classes for missionaries and I've been able to teach them this this concept as well and um it's really exciting because it, it I think it's a really helpful concept for people who want to give. I think it's also a really helpful concept for those people who still need to be given to. So the people who might be fundraising their salary or support raising, as some people might call it, or looking for Patreon supporters or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think whether you are in the, uh, I have too much money and I don't know what to do with it, or I have this mission on my heart, and I don't know how I can possibly fund it.
0: Or I don't have very much money, but I really feel challenged to give some of it away, and I want to do that well.
1: Or anything in between. Mm -hmm. Um, We think this is going to be a helpful concept, but maybe this is a good time to take a quick break and to just remind you why we're podcasting in the first place. (laughs) The idea of a podcast on the face of it is rather absurd. People are talking who are not in your room, who are not in your car, and you're listening in on them. You ever hear the expression of being like a fly on the wall? First off, silly thing, because flies don't have ears. Second off, um, it's sort of an inhuman experience to, to just listen to people talking and not to be able to participate. And so the only reason we're really doing this right now is because we would love to spark conversations that are meaningful for you and your friends and your family to be able to bring up an idea, to be able to bring up a concept, to be able to bring up an approach and to talk about it and to see like, oh, what do you think? What have you tried? We're not experts, but we have been given a certain set of skills and a certain collection of ideas and paradigms that we've found really, really helpful over the years.
0: We've gotten some good training, which we're really grateful for
1: god bless you god bless you god bless you excuse me Mm -hmm. sorry excuse me um so the the reason why we're doing this podcast is that uh not that you listen to this on your commute and then it's gone uh because i've done this too often with podcasts I, i consume and i consume and then i don't actually take the time to integrate into my life, any of the ideas that I'm, I'm listening to. And so I, I, I feel we would be remiss if we didn't stop from time to time and say things like, um, why not get a cup of coffee with someone and talk to them about one of these ideas?
0: So with that said, I think that's a nice lead into practically speaking, you'd come up with a really neat exercise for um, sort of discerning giving priorities and thinking through what do I give to, why, and maybe even how much. Um and and to first to maybe take a piece of paper put it into three columns and in the first column write down the things that break your heart or the things that you're passionate about and this is really a fun exercise just before you're even thinking about money or giving or anything else just to spend some time thinking about what are the things that the Lord has put on your heart because the Lord made each one of us so uniquely and so differently and to be able to have the space to think about what gets you excited or or what gets you upset or what gets you mad and to be able to think about that and write that down and then I think it's really neat to then
1: should we give some examples sure okay so what would be some examples of some things that we've put down on this list
0: yeah, so I get really excited about sort of women's health stuff. So like the guiding Star project has some cool stuff going on. Um, you know our...
1: sorry, you're, you're listing the things itself. So what are the things that you're?
0: Oh so I'm excited about basic women's health. women's health. There we go. Yeah. And or like pregnancy support um, clinics.
1: I'm excited about education,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, missionary work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think pro-life things
0: mm-hmm.
1: I feel like we would be bad Catholics if we didn't say <laughs> pro-life things, you know?
0: Well, and I, I feel like that's something where we know people that are doing good pro-life work that we're excited about. And that's not what we're on. It's a on our primary daily basis, other than like raising tiny human beings. Yeah. Um, anyways, so yeah, pro-life things.
1: Yeah. So this is the opportunity to say like, what in my past so, uh, some people, um, who maybe have faced different addictions or different mm. kinds of wounds, they might say, you know, I, I, really feel like, um, I, I, I wish that more could be done for those who are struggling with pornography. I wish that more could be done with those who are struggling with alcohol. I wish that there could be more that could be done for those who are bullied. Right. Um, so these are all things that might be breaking your heart, um, Or things that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. Second column is more a bit of accounting.
0: Yeah, so to take some time to say, what am I giving to? to...
1: So, yeah, to be able to look through your bank account and say, oh, yeah, I signed up to give to that pregnancy center thingamajig a couple months ago. I guess I'm still giving to them.
0: Or, oh, I guess I give to the food bank once a year.
1: Yeah, so what what are you already giving to? Um, And at that point, start looking and see what lines up from the first column to the second column. You can also list down things that you're doing, uh, different service opportunities, or maybe your primary work itself is a response to one of your biggest uh, passions. Um, And to see, like, are all of my passions, are all the things that are breaking my heart, are they actually being expressed either through service or through monetary gift? Um, And then the third column is the, like, what would actually uh, finish out your list from the first column? What are the kinds of things that might exist um, that you could be giving to? Or if they don't exist, maybe that's your call to start them. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, And and two, not being afraid to say, oh, I'm actually giving to something that I'm not very passionate about. I feel like when we were living in Boston, there were some great, <laughs> like sidewalk sign you up for giving to something. People, oh whatever, yeah, you know, I'd like get roped in, and then like three months later, I'd be like, "Wait a second, I don't actually want to give a monthly to this." Um, or or, I one of them was like, you know, supporting child, you know, the like children, and it was like, oh, this isn't a Catholic organization. I like the idea of supporting, um somebody who's in in need in another country however i want to do this through a catholic organization that's um principles are aligned with my aligned with mine
1: yeah and yeah so that second column that might be a time to sort of revise like oh i'm giving two hundred dollars to this organization monthly and i don't even like the things that they're doing they, they're just so charming when they call me like okay charm gets people far enough uh, that you've given to them, but that doesn't mean yep. we have to keep giving to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you do all three columns, you've been able to outline your giving priorities. Um, it's an exciting thing. You get to look at, um, like, who's going to be the recipient of all the money that I have set aside. Should we talk a little bit about money set aside, like, as far as minimums? Some people like, like, Yeah. Minimums. Yeah. The traditional answer has been 10%. Uh, I found out recently that there are some churches, I don't think any Catholic church does this, but like uh, certain Baptist churches and other churches where the, in order to be a member of the church, they have to submit, it's either their pay stub or their tax return or something so that the church knows what 10% of that would be. And then they can say, you have to give 10%. As like a condition of being a member, uh, as far as I know, the Catholic Church has never done that.
0: No, and once it sort
1: of blew my mind.
0: a time we heard a breakdown oh, that we've yeah. never actually found.
1: No, someone told me that the USCCB, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, put out some sort of a guideline about giving, but I've looked through any and every document I could find from the USCCB on giving, and I could not find it. So I think it was just like a, an urban legend or something, but, but it it's is, helpful. It is
0: helpful. And it
1: lines up with something from Canon Law that I found. Hmm. Um, and the the made-up thing was if you give 10%, 5% should go to your local church, 3% to charity, and 2% to missionary work. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, discretion as to which charity, discretion as to what missionary organizations, um, but we should be giving toward our local church 5% minimum. Uh, I couldn't find anything like that anywhere. Um, In canon law, it, it mentions somewhere that the lay faithful are obliged to support the church in its liturgy. So that would be money to the local parish so that mass can happen and so that the church can stay open. Um, to the parish as a whole, uh, to charitable works, and to the mission of the church. And so basically the same categories, but it doesn't give a percentage. It just said, you know, this is what lay Catholics should be giving to. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and I, I think it's helpful to have that as a baseline. I think for folks that aren't giving to that extent, going back to the starting small episode of, you know, if you're giving nothing, try starting with one percent, yeah, and increasing in little bits because it can be challenging to to make that shift. Um, but then also to to take some time to pray and to take some time to take this this list before the Lord and to say, Lord, my heart is breaking for these things and I, I think you might be calling me to give more or I think you might be calling me to stretch in this way or that way. Maybe not even necessarily financially, but maybe it would um, be of your time. Um, but to, to take the time to pray and to have a conversation with the Lord and to ask him what he's calling you to do, where he's calling you to give of your time, treasure, or talent.
1: And for those of you who do fundraise, This is actually a a pretty non confrontational way to talk to people about um, what they're interested in giving to, I have found. Uh, They say that you shouldn't talk about politics, money, or sex. Was there another one?
0: Religion. Oh, yeah, religion.
1: (laughs) Whoops. And we tend to break at least two to three of those pretty regularly. But one of those reasons is we don't know how to talk about some of these questions. Um, And I, I think, in part, Uh, We've been told so long to not talk about it that we think that disagreeing or misunderstanding is bad, and so we're no longer feeling free to disagree with someone, which is a really horrendous state of affairs, but that's a different topic. (laughs) The topic right now is how can we talk about money in a way that actually gets people excited and to start with someone's passions, uh, and if you're fundraising and they say something, you know, if you're fundraising and you're a pro-life speaker And they say, you know, I'm really interested in um, getting the message about uh, life um, being important and having dignity, especially for young people. And they don't list anything about what they're actually giving to right then and there uh, about that topic. Then you can just say, hey, I am a chastity speaker and I speak to high schools. Would you uh, give, you know, however much for however long? Uh, It makes the the asking really easy. Um, And and it makes if somebody says no and you're like, well, you know, the thing that I'm doing isn't even on your list of priorities. So I'm not surprised at all. I just thought I'd ask.
0: Yeah. So it's easier to take rejection when you realize that somebody's giving priorities are not in line with, with the particular work you're doing if you're support reasoning. But I do, I think it's also easier to then see how, you know, if how what somebody cares about to help them see how what you're doing does serve that particular need, even if it's not necessarily directly. Um, so, I've had a conversation with somebody who said, You know, well, I really love to give to the poor, and so I to give to a missionary that's serving on a college campus doesn't really make sense to me because I want to give to the poor to be able to say, Well, if more students graduate with a heart for others and following their passions, there are going to be more adults who care about the poor and have a heart for the poor. Um, and so there will be more people giving to the poor potentially in the future because of the work that I'm doing. I think in that particular case, my argument didn't fly. But for some people, it might. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that idea of being able to frame what you're doing in light of what other people um, are passionate about, if that can be done sincerely and well and truthfully.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is not obviously a tool meant for manipulation. Mm -hmm. Um, Manipulation is a horrid, horrid thing. And um, this is more a conversation for clarity and for freedom. And also it's a a conversation filled with hope Mm -hmm. because you're starting off with things that might be wrong with the world. And then you're talking about concrete solutions that people are actively, uh, equipping,
0: Mm -hmm. um,
1: that those problems, that those issues might be addressed. So it's a conversation of hope. It's a conversation that might be, uh, joy filled and it's a conversation, you know, we've had conversations with people about their giving priorities and we walked away saying, you know, I want to start to give to what they give to, Mm -hmm. you know, it makes so much sense. Like, that sounds like a really incredible organization. I had never thought that that kind of thing could be. The fact that it exists makes me more hopeful.
0: And I think, like you said, that that conversation piece is really helpful, whether you're the giver or the receiver, and, and whether you're an individual receiver or, or maybe somebody organizationally like all of these um, schools <laughs> that we talked about at the very oh, beginning. Oh, yeah, when we Googled giving priorities that that to be able to enter into these conversations, no matter which side of the fence you're on, to to make sure that that things are aligned and aligned well. Um, And like you said, not out of manipulation, not out of trying to justify what you're giving to on the flip side of things, but to really and truthfully say, okay, like, Lord, you gave me these passions, you gave me these desires of my heart to help. And, and and getting to do that or, Lord, you called me to this mission or to this work or to help fund this other project. Help me to find the people that, that you called, that you created to to be a part of that. So.
1: So was there anything else that we wanted to talk about? It, it's a handy sheet of paper to have if you happen to be married or um, uh, even if you if you're if you're married and have children, this could be a cool thing for the children to jump into. Um, if you haven't done anything quite like this before, if you're single, this is a really easy exercise to do on your own. You can also, uh, call a friend or meet up with a friend to do it. Um, and again, there's something really amazing when people start talking about, you know, the response, uh, to these issues, these passions, these problems, and it it can be a really enlivening conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh, and people are usually proud of the things that they're supporting, Right. Very few people give and say, you know, I I really feel bad that I am supporting this apostolic endeavor or this charitable work. Most people are like, yeah, this was important. I felt called to give to it. Booyah.
0: And it feels exciting and good. Yeah. So speaking of sharing and having conversations. Yeah. wrap up, just as to reiterate Joseph's point from earlier, having, it's important to us that if you're listening to this podcast that you're willing to have conversations with other people about any of these podcasts whether it be this one or another one um we don't just want to fill up space in your brain we want to challenge you to have good conversations with other people if you happen to think that this is a good conversation starter and you want to share this podcast with somebody and then have a conversation we'd appreciate might make the conversation easier
1: that's all i'm saying (laughs)
0: And if you really like it and you want some complete stranger to have a better chance at finding us, feel free to leave a
1: review. Mm -hmm. You can either leave a review on iTunes or whatever um, podcasting uh, assemblage of uh, (laughs) programming that you're using to listen to this. Um,
0: We also have a Facebook page.
1: We also have a Facebook page. We're not really into the social media thing yet. That seems to be down the line when we have more episodes, and then we'll put more work into that. Uh, But here's the thing. If you guys start reviewing like crazy, we'll start social media-ing like crazy. Will we? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. If they're like, (laughs) I don't know, 1.5 thousand five-star reviews in the next few weeks, like, (laughs) sure, sure. I'll get on Facebook a few more times and... (laughs) Share some little tidbits.
0: We'll see what, when, when the... I'll
1: even start Instagramming.
0: Will you? Well, Well, we'll, on another. You will. (laughs) Will I? Yeah. I think we should wrap up now. That's a great idea.
1: (laughs) In In the name of the the Father, Father, and the Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen.
0: Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to um, continue to explore the idea of giving priorities to um, Think about and talk about what you've called us to. And I just pray that you would help those listening to hear your voice, to do your will, and to seek and find um, how you desire them to make an impact in the world. We ask all this through the intercession of our Blessed Mother. Hail Mary, full Four of grace, the Lord, Lord is with thee. Lord blessed art thou, thou
1: among women, women and, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary. Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
0: From our outpost to yours, thanks for listening. And a special thanks to John Mark Skoke.
1: That's S K O C H.
0: For the music.
1: Check him out on Spotify.